welcome to Rapid Fire with the Girls Who Do Stuff. This is where we ask our guests rapid fire questions and they answer with the first things that come to mind. Today we're here with our guest, Susan Vernacek. Now, here's the Girls Who Do Stuff, Jenny Midgley and Sarah Madras. Awesome. This is Rapid Fire with the Girls Who Do Stuff, and today we have our guest, Susan Vernacek. She is gracious enough to join us again for this I'm like, <laughs> super just, fun episode. <laughs> and so we are going to rapid fire questions at you, and you're going to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Oh, gosh, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. I, and I'm not even going to lob. I'm going. Go boom. right in. I'm going right in. Okay, what do you want your legacy to be? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No softballs for you. <laughs> I want my legacy to be powerhouse. I want it to be optimism. Changing generation, changing my generation upbringing. I grew up in an alcoholic family. We've had murder. We've had drug abuse. We've had infidelity. I'm shifting that. My family, my little ones don't have that. And I want my legacy to be that I gave it all. And I did it with a smile and optimism and high energy. Boom. There it is. There we go. There it is. There we go. How do you unwind? <laughs> Ooh, sex. Sorry. Did I say that? Yes! <laughs> yes! The first time a guest has said sex on rapid fire. That's amazing. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> That's so I, I, I try to speak my truth. It is. <laughs> I love it. She's now my new favorite. Okay. <laughs> What is something people often get wrong about you? You know what I've been hearing that I'm intimidating. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been evaluating that and why because I'm way not. I'm. I feel like I'm so approachable. I'm like, come to me. God give so you everything. I'll, I'll accept everything. Bring it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so funny. I had that conversation with somebody earlier this week who reached out and was like, "Do you have a few minutes that we can chat? I have something I need to just process." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, let's talk." And it was that. It was, do you think that it's possible to be too out there because the message that this person was receiving was that they are unapproachable, that they, the people who are coming to them saying, well, I don't, I didn't know you worked with people like me, or I didn't know you would talk to me because, and I was like, that says two things. Number one, your messaging is doing what you intended it to do, was, which was to reach the audience of not those people, sorry. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, it, like you have to, it also gives you the opportunity to go out there as like your full self and be like, you know what? I heard this and I can't believe it. Somebody told me that I was intimidating and I'm sitting here going, what? Mm -hmm. Me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. What? I'm unapproachable? Really? Like I'm, I, I'm not though. So it gives you that, it gives you the opportunity to use your platform to then debunk the myths. And I think because a lot of our guests, Susan, say that a lot Mm -hmm. of them say that, especially the women. Yep. I've experienced that. You've experienced that. And I think the thing is that at the end of the day, you're not responsible for other people's reactions. And so that's for them to dig in of why is that intimidating to me? What qualities are intimidating to me? That kind of thing. If it is a thing that you're like, hey, I want everybody to know that they can approach me, then yeah, go on that journey of how can I be more approachable Mm -hmm. by everybody if that's what you want your inner self. But at the end of the day, if, if you're if you feel good, if you feel good about it, then that's for them and that's their stuff to right. own and not your stuff. You yeah. know? I love that. I wrote an article once about, it's on my site, how to approach the unapproachable. And it's coming from a mindset of seeing the opportunity 
and going, thinking outside of the box or doing things that, that feel uncomfortable because you never know where that's going to go. So reach out to the leader who you think is unapproachable because they're so high up there, like Mel Robbins, let's say, mm. Oprah. You never know. Send them an email if you think, like approach the unapproachable and break some barriers and put mm-hmm. that out to the universe because you never know what you're going to get and, and break the assumptions down. Because that's really yep. what I think it is. It's people are just assuming. Yep, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. And social media makes it so easy for people to make assumptions. Because I get that all the time. Oh my God, you're so busy. You're everywhere. I'm like, really? Because I sat in my backyard and read a book this weekend. Yeah. And it felt pretty yeah. good. Yeah. What truly fulfills you? Oh, chocolate and pizza and adventure. Yes. Love that. Yes. What is something no one knows about you? Probably my DUI. I used to steal. I used to be, I used to steal gas in college. So not many people know that. And when I was in the sorority and I was pledging, the pledge sisters actually used to make me steal for them too. And I, I, I know I paid all the karma back. Like the karma came to me, but that's something nobody really knows. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's a very specific and it interesting is. get. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm going to steal gas. Yeah. When you're poor, when you're poor in college, right. I just, right. like, you was know, this from a gas station at the time, you, like, it was a gas station other, where other you cars. had a pump, <laughs> you pump, yeah, you pump yeah. your own and you go pay inside and I just would never go inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What keeps you up at night? Obviously not stealing um, gas in college. Yeah. <laughs> Um, honestly, now, if I'm up at night, it's, I don't, actually, this is what's been keeping me up lately at night. Cause usually I'm pretty good cause I get up early and I'm active and then I, I pass out. But if I get addicted to a Netflix show yeah. and my husband yeah. and I were addicted to a few shows, but Banshee, I freaking love. I don't know if you guys have ever watched it, but I love it. It's on my but list. It is, it is violent. So I cannot watch, if I watch that before bed, my, I'm just like racing. Yes, you got to watch Friends mm. afterwards. Yeah. That's what I tell yeah. my husband. We got to watch yeah. an episode of Friends because I can't go sleep now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that really, those, lately it's usually a Netflix show because we watch the drama ones and they just, they keep me up. I'm like, which ones? Which ones? Share, oh. Share. oh my God. I can share my whole list. It's When you look at my list, you're like, where do I fit all this in? Like, how do I watch all this? <laughs> I t- are you an Outlander fan? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're in the club then. Yes. Yes. Uh, We're watching Bloodline right now. And it's one of those where you're like, damn it. Now I want to watch the other episode, but I have to have my sleep. So I force myself to go to Mm -hmm. sleep. But if I've been reading again, so I could just stay up, Mm -hmm. I would just binge the hell out of there. Me too. I'm on a reading binge, so I haven't been watching anything actually. We try, we've been trying to watch WandaVision and I keep falling asleep and I feel really bad because it's a good show. But like, my my theme for the month is habit because in my book club we're doing badass habits. And so I picked my habit for March was to get back into walking. And so I wake up at five in the morning and I go walk for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. There you and, go. Yeah. And that's my that's my habit thing that I go into. And I listen to my audiobook and it's wonderful. So because I'm waking up between five and five thirty every day, like I'm just falling asleep. Yeah. Early. Yeah. <laughs> and the science behind that is actually Awesome. That's one of the reasons. Because I, I could stay up all night. I could stay up all night watching horror movies. I could stay up watching Netflix. Like, mm-hmm. I could stay up all night. I had to force myself to go to bed just because I, I brain function. Yeah. But yeah. when I learned the science behind getting up early, especially between the hours of 6 and 8, 
and then getting like consistently, you actually mm. get more quality sleep when you yeah. go to sleep before 11 or by 11, between 10 and 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, as I get older, when I learn the, the science, I get a why. Like when you're a kid, I why. Yeah. Then I'm able to like stick to it more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's interesting. What are you most afraid of? Spiders, snakes. <laughs> if you could go back and advise and advise yourself at any age in the past, what age would you go to and what would you tell yourself? I would go to third grade when I was specifically in class. I got pulled from class and I was put in special education. And I thought my whole world was crumbling then. I felt stupid. Nobody understood me. I, I didn't know what I did wrong. And, and, and then I had to work my way out of that before in time for high school. But I would tell myself that you're going to be amazing, that mm -hmm. this does not define you. And it's going to actually teach you how to work harder and overcome everything and anything that, that you, will, you, will, you come across in your life. Mm-hmm. I am loving her vulnerability mm -hmm. and specificity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you most proud of? Um, gosh, there's so many. And I feel like I should say my kids, but I'm not. I was like, <laughs> don't say what you think you should. I, no, I know. No. I, I love them. I'm very proud of them. But I think that I, I'm most proud that I turned my mindset around. Mm -hmm. I turned my emotional health around and I'm so much more of a level person and just grounded. And I yep. think that was game changer in my survival. Yep. Yep. What's the number one thing on your bucket list? I still want to travel so much more. I want to go to back to Venice. So I think I want to go see the Northern Lights. Like those travel is on my bucket list, especially out of the year that we've just had with the pandemic. <laughs> yes. I'm like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Can I share my Venice story? Yeah, go ahead. So Italy has been a theme for today. It has been a theme. Yeah. So my husband and I went to Italy in 09. It was like he wanted to have babies earlier than I did. And I was like, I want to go to Italy before we have babies. So if you want babies earlier, take me to Italy. And so yeah. he was like, all right. So we did the tour. We were in Venice. And... Somehow we got separated from the tour group. Like they must have been doing an excursion we didn't pay for. And he's, oh, we'll make it back to the hotel on our own. And I was like, okay. So we're on the little bus going back to the hotel. And my husband's, well, I can't remember which one we're supposed to get off of. And I was like, well, why don't you just ask the bus driver? I was like, they gave us the little hotel card that we literally can just show the bus driver and he'll tell us which one. He's like, no, I don't have to do that. I'll fake. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And he's, oh, I think Matt. it's this, I know, the oh, stereotypical yeah, no. man of yes. like, I'm not going to ask for directions. So one of the stops, he's like, I think it's it. This is it. Get off. And I'm like, I don't think this is it. He's like, it is. But you have to do it fast. There is not a lot of decision making. Like they are going. And so you either jump <laughs> on or you jump off. Right. So he's like, this is it. Get off. So we get off and the bus speeds away. And I look around and I'm immediately like, motherfucker. <laughs> 
It is all fields. It's just green <laughs> plantation. And I'm like, I am popping furious mad because I was like, this is how I'm going to get raped and murdered. If now we're freaking walking through the damn cornfields in goddamn Italy where nobody knows us. And because you just couldn't put your pride down and ask the goddamn bus driver. And so the, I bet you nobody touched me because I was fuming. Mad that get away from me. Yes, I did. I was what they call Sarah Rage. And so we were like, and then we had to walk for miles before you saw any civilization. Miles. Oh man. (laughs) You took the scenic, the scenic route. Yes. And then we we get to the first landmark, which is a gas station. And I'm trying to in the most like messed up Italian you could possibly speak. Because it was actually Spanish, and I took four years of Spanish, so I was trying to spang Italian at them. <laughs> of like, where is the hotel? And then he just points, and then it's another few miles around. It was far, very far. <laughs> You're like, do you sell bottles of was wine? No so I can take it on my walk. <laughs> There was not, but we laugh about it to this day. But I was not. It was not funny at the time because I literally thought, oh my god. This is how it's. I'm going to die. You never thought, like, we're getting back to the States and I'm divorcing this motherfucker? I didn't think that. <laughs> like, but I did Your think... brain jumped to, this is how I'm going to rape and die and rape and be killed. Yes. Versus, like, this I did obviously think your shows entire that we're not supposed world... to, met together, no, met I, to be together. I didn't think I'm going to divorce you, but I'm pretty sure as I was walking, I was like, your entire purpose in the world is to keep me safe. And uh, and, and now you have me out here walking in cold Oh, and he triggered all like... of those things for you. <laughs> he triggered all that shit for you. Yes, he did. Oh, Matthew. Has he made it up to you since? We laugh about it now. Yeah. We do laugh about it now. But has he made it up to you since? Yes. He okay. would not. He would now. He would ask. He right. definitely. He's a quick learner. Yeah, he is. He's a very quick learner. Yeah. <laughs> bless his heart. Oh, bless Those his are the heart. memories, though. Yes. It makes for a good story. It does. Yeah. It's a very good story. So if your life was made into a biopic, who would play you? It's a hard one. Like, I could pick a famous person. Yeah. Somebody who could act. <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, Marilyn Monroe comes up to my mind. It comes to my mind, but. If they're alive, it's more helpful. Oh. I have an idea. Um, what? I do, too, but I can't remember her name. Oh. I'm thinking Julia Roberts. Oh, that's a good one. That's oh, I love her. Who are you yeah, thinking yeah, of? I love her. I can't remember her name, but she's in the movie with the dancing where they dance. Pitch Perfect? No. And she's kind of got reddish, strawberry blonde, reddish hair. with, And she's wearing the yellow dress. The movie where they dance. It's like a Broadway movie. Could you movie. be more... Dreamland or Dreamtown Oh, or Emma shit. Stone. Emma oh. Stone. Thank you. <laughs> La La Land. La La Land. La La Land. Like, I think of Emma Stone and I think of Easy A. That's the- yes, thank you. That would have been better. That, <laughs> that would have been, been better. better. But can't you totally yeah, see Emma I can Stone? See Emma Stone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I accept that. You know I she's that. Cruella Deville in the live action Cruella. I did not know. She that. plays Cruella I Deville. It's the, I, Ooh, I did the not go watch the trailer. It's fucking amazing. Oh my like, god! These villain that. live action movies that they're making, fucking amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Disney, for bright light Thank in you, this COVID crazy. I love it. If your it. life had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, 
theme song. Let's get it on. <laughs> she is so getting some tonight. That one. Should we just text her hubby real quick and be like, get ready. You're getting Kick everybody some. out of the house right now. It, it is. FYI. Put the kids it's down Friday. early tonight. It's, it's Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo. I love it. I don't have to wake up at five. <laughs> I love it. Like, I'll play the Van Morrison station all day long, every day. I just love <laughs> that soulful music. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. This is so fun. All right. We hope y'all had as much fun as we did on this episode of Rapid Fire with the Girls Who Do Stuff. Everybody go get it on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Susan, for your raw <laughs> Thank realness. Thank you so much. You guys are we appreciate awesome. You. Thank you. All right, y'all have a great day. Connect with us at girlswhodostuff.com. Subscribe to our email list for fun announcements and leave us a review. It helps other people find our stuff. We would be so grateful to you for taking those actions so we can get this out into the world and change more lives. I am Jenny Midgley. I am Sarah Madras. And and you you do you, you, boo. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing to this podcast and follow us on social media. 